Welcome to Dante's Erotica. Unknown Paula, Wicked Game. 17,780 words by Dante. Contents are in eight chapters, this sample recording is chapter one. Introduction. Vicky was picking up her five-year-old daughter when the unknown Paula told her, her life was about to change forever. She hung up and told her friend it was just a crank call and rushed into the community center to pick up Chloe from her playgroup. On the way home she couldn't stop thinking about the caller's tone of voice. He seemed to be taunting her, but how did he know her daughter's name and the playgroup she attended? It wasn't a threatening call but he did seem to know too much about her to be a total stranger. That afternoon she received the second call. Hello Vicky, I saw you got home safely with Chloe and your friend. Now, I know you're confused but I need you to listen very carefully. I know more about you and your family than you will ever comprehend, and if you want to keep them safe, you will do exactly as I say. Do you understand Vicky? Who are you? What do you want? All in good time Vicky, but first I need you to understand that this is not a joke or crank call. Your husband Liam will be home at 5.30 and you will act perfectly normal, prepare the dinner as usual and go to bed at 9.30 to read your book. How do you know what time I go to bed? Who the hell are you? And Vicky, I must stress. You will not say anything about these calls to Liam or else your beautiful little daughter Chloe may have to go away for a while. What? What are you talking about? I'll call you back tomorrow with your first set of instructions and check your mail tomorrow morning. Chapter 1 At 7.30, Vicky waved Liam off for his usual daily commute to London. He was a banker and they lived a high-class lifestyle in a beautiful architect-designed house in the stockbroker belt of Surrey. But Vicky never slept a wink that evening, all she could think about was the unknown caller and what he threatened to do, so tried to take her mind off it by getting Chloe ready for her playgroup. Just as she strapped Chloe in the car, the postman pulled up and handed her the large white envelope. She took the envelope and put it in the back of the car as she saw her friend Janice walking towards her with her daughter as they attended the same playgroup. Hey. Vicky. Why so glum? It's Saturday tomorrow and we'll be off to Oxford Street, and I heard there's a new boutique opened in the Terracado at Piccadilly Circus. Oh yes. Sorry January. I'm okay, just a bit tired, didn't get much sleep last night. Hmm, lucky you, I wish James was still that active. Oh January. If only. He's a workaholic and always got his head in the computer. And rarely comes to bed before midnight. I just had a sleepless night that's all. Come on let's get going. Vicky tried to be friendly but was more interested in getting home to open the envelope. Janice asked her if she wanted to pop in for a coffee, but she said she had a few things to do and maybe later. As soon as she closed the door she opened the envelope and saw a picture of herself looking at some knickknacks in Covent Garden Market. The next picture was of her sitting at an outside restaurant with Annette, another one of her friends. Whoever took the picture was obviously focusing on her slightly parted legs and must have been at another table opposite them a couple of weeks previously. She read the neatly typed note. What beautiful legs you have Vicky. I do love pantyhose but I saw on this occasion you were wearing stockings. Hmm. Very nice indeed. And an absolutely perfect figure. In fact, I find you an incredibly attractive subject and at only 29 years of age. It's shameful that your husband Liam doesn't make love to you as much as he used to. And after only five years of marriage. But that's all going to change Vicky. Talk soon. X. Vicky was more confused than ever, how did he know so much about her? 
how long she'd been married and about her sex life. She thought about all their friends but had never discussed her and Liam's sex life or personal details with anyone. They'd only had the house built and lived in the area for two years and all her really close friends were in Leeds, West Yorkshire where she grew up and went to university. She met Liam while working in London. He fell for her stunning girl-next-door looks and reserved personality as soon as she became his personal assistant at the bank. Her father was British and met her mother some 32 years ago in Hungary. As she sat staring at the note, her phone rang. Good morning Vicky, I trust you've received the mail? What do you want? Now now Vicky. All in good time, I need you to understand that this is not a joke and I have to prove to you that I don't make half-hearted threats. So today I want to give you a little test. What test? I want you to go to your bedroom and get dressed in the same outfit you were wearing in Covent Garden with your friend two weeks ago. And at one o'clock, you will drive to the car park by the woods at the end of the village high street. Walk to the bench that faces the road and wait for my call. And if I don't? Oh yes you will Vicky. Or else Chloe won't be dropped back at the community centre. You're supposed to be picking her up at 2.30 today aren't you? Say hello to mummy Chloe. Hi mummy. Can Gemma play at our house today? Vicky was in shock. Uh, yes of course darling. Where are you? As I said Vicky, today is your first test, and if you do as you're told, Chloe will be back and waiting for you at 2.30. Why don't you call the playgroup to confirm? The unknown caller hung up and Vicky immediately called the playgroup. Hi this is Vicky Lewisham, I'm calling about Chloe. Oh sorry Mrs Lewisham, Chloe's not here at the moment, she's on the zoo trip and won't be back until 2 o'clock. Vicky hung up and her phone rang again. So, are we going to dress up and play today Vicky? Don't you dare hurt my daughter? Chloe will be fine so long as you do as instructed. He hung up and left Vicky in a panic. She didn't know what to do as she knew he was with Chloe and needed to get her home safely then she could ask her some questions and decide what to do. Janice called at midday and asked if she was popping in for a coffee but Vicky made an excuse and said she had to go out for an hour, so arranged to meet her at the usual time to pick up the girls. She found the silky low-cut, deep maroon dress with a split up the thigh and got changed, her breasts were bare as she didn't wear a bra that day in Covent Garden. As she pulled the stockings on, she couldn't help notice the strange erotic feelings in her lower belly, even her nipples were erect. But she was nervous and scared so why was she having those other feelings? In the car she thought about calling Liam but knew she'd only get his secretary and have to leave message, so decided to go through with the test and get Chloe home safely. At the car park she walked to the bench and sat down, looking all around to see who could be watching, but the area was deserted. At one o'clock the phone rang. Yes. I'm here. Hmm ma'am. Very nice Vicky, now stand up and turn around so I can see your lovely long legs and bottom. So you can see me? Oh yes. I've been watching you a lot lately, especially at home in your house. In my house? What are you talking about? Oh yes, I'm an electronics surveillance expert. I can switch on microphones and cameras on your computers, phones and well. I can't tell you any more or else we won't be able to play. So stand up and do a nice slow twirl for me. Vicky stood up, scanning all around as she slowly turned full circle. Nobody was in sight, only woods and open roads with not even any cars parked. You're truly beautiful Vicky now sit down and part your legs. What? You heard Vicky, part your legs and sit back on the bench. 
I want to see your stocking tops and knickers. She did as he asked and stared straight ahead, trying to see where he was hiding but it was totally clear. White knickers. Good choice Vicky, now pull your dress open at the front and caress your breast. I want to see your erect nipple so do it nice and slowly. I can't believe I'm doing this. That's it. Now roll and squeeze your nipple and keep your legs open. Vicky felt herself getting aroused but tried to focus on seeing where he was. Now leave your breast exposed and slide your hand between your legs. Stroke the soft flesh at the top of your stockings. Don't worry. There's nobody around and you're perfectly safe. Now stroke your pussy over knickers and tell me how you're feeling. How I'm feeling? Are you joking? I'm scared to death and I want my daughter back. Don't worry about her Vicky, she's fine and you're doing very well. Now open your legs more and pull your knickers to the side. Stare straight ahead and keep holding the phone to your ear. Very nice Vicky. Your pussy is even more beautiful than I imagined but I need you to shave it nice and smooth for our next session. What? Where are you? You can see me but there's no one in sight. What's going on? Keep your legs open and run your finger up and down your slit for me. I want to see the pink and how wet you are. You bastard. Who are you? I can see you're quite wet Vicky. So you can close your legs and pop your breast back in. I'll call you again on Monday and be sure to check the mail before your husband. Vicky put the phone down and stared directly ahead, but it was only trees and a long pathway leading into the forest. She decided to take a walk and see if she could see anyone hiding or walking away. Back in the car she sat for a while and wondering why she felt so turned on, she just exposed herself to an invisible stranger, taking orders over the phone. Her hand slipped back down between her legs, she was even wetter than before, even her nipples were hard and started rubbing herself over her knickers. She didn't know what to think, it was nearly two o'clock and she had to get home, Janice would be waiting. Everything was normal at the playgroup but Janice was curious and asked where she'd been. Especially as she was all dressed up in stockings and no bra. Vicky tried to casually brush it off by joking. Come on now January. If I tell you that, I'll have to kill you, and giggled. But deep down inside she knew she'd almost been caught out. As soon as they got home, Vicky asked Chloe who she was with and who the man was on the phone. But Chloe looked confused and just said, she went to see the animals and then someone said mummy was on the phone. Vicky realized that Chloe was oblivious to whatever was going on so didn't ask her any more questions. That evening she went to bed early and thought about what she did. Who was it and why was he doing it? Should she tell Liam or would that put Chloe in danger? And when Liam came to bed she started hugging him and they made love for the first time in weeks. The weekend with Liam and Chloe was wonderful. They went to the park and took Chloe on a rowing boat on the lake and she pushed all the thoughts of what happened to the back of her mind. That's the end of the sample chapter. The whole book is 8 chapters and 17,780 words. And don't forget. You can read any of Dante's books with a 30-day, free trial on Amazon Kindle. Just click the links in the description. www.danteserotica.uk